In this podcast, we're going to cover criticism. What is it? What's really going on? Why is it so hard? How to deal with criticism? How to use criticism for your own personal growth? And how to be free of criticism. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Piece by Pieces. I am your host, Ashley Hutt. I'm a brain engineer and I help women, mamas, work through the mom guilt, blame and shame and anxiety to cultivate an unshakable foundation underneath their feet to live their authentic life. Thank you for joining us today. Today's topic is criticism. Let's jump right in. First, the only way to be absolutely 100% completely free from external criticism anyway, is to go live off by yourself in the forest or whatever. Never engage or interact with anybody else. Don't have any relationships. Be completely alone in solitude. And as appealing as that may be at certain part periods of our life, um, maybe not forever, right? Because as human beings, we are wired for community and connection. So that type of life in solitude forever um, is, is not what we're meant to live. So since that's the only way to completely prevent criticism, and again, that's external criticism because the inner critic will still be a-talking, right? So... Why is criticism so hard? Why is criticism so hard? Because to find the the answer to that, we have to dig a little bit deeper. Because other people are allowed to have their own opinions. And they're allowed to say really whatever it is that they want to say. We can't control what other people say or think or believe or opinionate about us or our beliefs or words that we say or how we live our life, et cetera, et cetera. We can't control that. So what the what the criticism actually like triggers in ourselves because it's a if it if it bothers you it's an inner thing right it's something inside of you that is responding to this trigger of criticism from from someone else criticism is so hard for us to deal with because it if we look under the surface it is a rejection it is being rejected it is a I don't believe you. I don't understand you. You're ridiculous. Rejection. And that hurts us deeply because at our core of human beings, you know, if you think back to hunter-gatherer days, if you were rejected from your group, that meant almost certain death. If you were rejected from your group, then you were left alone to defend yourself against the, you know, classic saber-toothed tigers and ten-foot bears. You were left alone to do the hunting and the gathering and the cleaning and the mending and the and the cooking and the fending for yourself and the housing yourself. You were left alone to do all of that, and that's not what we were meant to do. So being cast out and rejected in our DNA equates to almost certain death. And if there's one job that our 
body, mind, and nervous system has is to keep us alive. So that's why criticism is so hard. But of course, we unfortunately don't live in that type of community anymore. And being rejected by someone does not equal certain death anymore. So it is a rewiring, a conscious effort into our own mind, thoughts, body, nervous system to be able to deal with criticism in a more beneficial and growth-minded way. Now, I recently had a a reel, a short video um, on Instagram that last time I checked had over 50,000 views and a bunch of comments. And some of the comments were kind of missing the point of the reel, and that's fine. And then a lot of the comments were in support of me and sharing stories and whatnot around the, the real point of the reel. And then there were some that were criticizing. And, and I posted kind of a follow-up reel and I got, I got some comments of you're ridiculous. And then someone else being like, I agree. (laughs) I can laugh about it because I'm actually thankful for this opportunity. It's kind of what spurred this whole podcast um, episode, but And I'm also at a different place in my own personal growth that I can allow that to like roll right off. And we'll get into that as my, my steps to be able to be kind of free from the effects of criticism because we can never be free from the criticism. Okay. And I will say if this had happened to me a couple of years ago and there was a similar situation a couple of years ago, it stopped me in my tracks. It stopped me in my tracks. I stopped posting. I stopped talking about the thing that I was talking about. And I stopped the ability for me to reach out and um, support myself and my business and help others through their own struggles and their own personal growth. And I'm thankful and proud to say that I have moved through that, learned from it, grown from it, and am now in a completely different space as I'm here able to talk to you about this today. Since we now know that a criticism does not equal certain death, we can reassure ourselves, our bodies, our minds, like, I'm okay. So step one, when a criticism appears, whether it's from a stranger on the internet or a coworker, a friend, family member, is that step one is to recognize the the agency of everybody involved and your own personal power. Like I said before, we cannot control other people. Other people can, if you can too, people can opinionate, carry beliefs, say things, etc. about other things. So other people can have opinions and beliefs and say things about you and who you are, what you stand for, the things you're doing, the things you say, the things you believe, the way you live your life. You can. You can't stop them from doing that. And you can own your power here, which is the ability to respond. Your responsibility in this is your ability to respond and your choice in response. Two would be to choose to not take it personal. To not take it personal. Because 
the stuff that comes out of our mouths is a reflection of what's inside of us. So again, the the stuff coming out of the mouths or fingers of others is a reflection of them and where they are and their values and their beliefs, which have nothing to do with us. So we can choose to, to not take it personal. Number three to dealing with criticism is recognizing the opportunity of personal growth in these, in these events. Because if there is a criticism that you have received that you carry around with you, that triggers you and you carry it around in your mind for the rest of the day, for a couple of days, maybe longer, recognize and seize the opportunity that it has triggered something inside of you, something inside of you that matches up with that criticism and give it love time and attention for self-inquiry into that and see what's underneath the layers there to find out what what that is and and to be able to heal it and grow from it and the opportunity to decide for yourself what this is going to mean for you now in this example of this random stranger on the internet telling me that i'm ridiculous because I have had other people in my life tell me that I'm ridiculous and I have an inner critic voice that in the past has told me that I'm ridiculous that did trigger that a little bit but it was about something a topic that I am so solid in and 100% in why I am this way and why I feel this way, why I believe this way, why I act and behave this way and why, for what reasons. I'm so solid in that, that <laughs> that person's opinion that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I can't, I can't change their mind and I don't want to. I'm not going to argue with a stranger on the internet. So, but in the past when this has happened, it was because I was not yet at that place of unshakable confidence in myself and my thoughts, behaviors, beliefs, intentions, and why. Which brings me to number four and how to be free from criticism is to cultivate and spend time and attention with yourself and to cultivate that unshakable courage confidence, clarity in you, your authentic self, your authentic beliefs and values, why you believe something, why you live a certain way, why you do a certain thing. And when your feet are in solid ground underneath of you, then those criticisms, whether they're from a stranger or a family member, can roll right off of you. You know, think about when you're standing in the ocean, if you bury your feet in the ground, a wave will hit you and it might move your body a bit. You might sway a little bit, but you come right back. But if your feet are not firmly on the ground, when a wave hits, you you go this way and then another and you go that way and then you get pulled forward and you get pulled backward and it moves you all around. So that That's what it's like when you don't have your feet firmly planted underneath of you in your solid, unshakable sense and knowing of who you are and, and, and what you stand for personally. And the side effect of this work 
is that you cultivate this sense of joy and peace and happiness and fulfillment in yourself and for yourself. Now, a a non-emotional relational example of this is several years ago when I bought a house, I wanted to paint the kitchen cabinets red. I wanted to paint them red. I don't really know why. It just was what I wanted. It was what I'm feeling. It's what I envisioned. I imagined walking into that kitchen every morning with the red cabinets and like feeling happy. And when I told my sister, I want to paint the cabinets red, she was like, red cabinets? Are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I'll do it. She was like, what are you going to do when you go to sell the house? No one else is going to want red cabinets. Well, they can, they can deal with that then. Like I just bought this house. I don't know if I'm not planning to sell it anytime soon and I'm going to make it mine how I want it to be uh, while I live here. And I'm sure there were comments from like other people <laughs> in my family as well regarding these red cabinets. Um, but I did it. I painted the cabinets red. And I loved the red cabinets. I loved them. And they did bring me joy every day that I lived in that house. And when I went to sell the house, I left the cabinets red. And I remember a comment of like, what are you going to do about the cabinet? Because <laughs> I did repaint some walls and stuff like that. Are you going to repaint the cabinets? No, I'm just going to leave them. Well, it's going to be really hard to sell with the red cabinets. Maybe, or maybe it'll be like... Maybe someone will see that and be like, man, I love those red cabinets. That's different. I want that red cabinet house, you know? And I sold my house immediately. This was a couple of years ago. It was in 2020 when I sold my house. But um, housing market was very different. That's what I mean to say. But I didn't change. And because I went and created the thing that I wanted to because it would bring me joy Regardless of the criticisms from, from others, because it's not their house. It wasn't my sister's house. It wasn't anybody else's house. It's my house. So I'm going to make my house the way I want to make my house. And when I went to sell it, someone else bought it and maybe they painted the cabinets or maybe they're still red. I don't know. Not my problem. <laughs> I released those cabinets. So when it comes down to it, when you're thinking about yourself, your sense of identity and who you are and the things that you value and your priorities and the things that you give your time and attention and energy to in your every day, when it comes to that, is is that chosen 100% by you and for you that other people benefit from as well? Because when you show up as you, when you've uncovered your authentic you and you live as her, you by default give permission to others to do the same, to drop those masks and costumes and making themselves gray, to be palatable to everybody else, to make everybody else feel comfortable, changing yourself to make others feel comfortable. We've all done it. We've been conditioned to do it through our life, but there's a point where we stop. We stop doing it. We do the work to unlearn all that stuff and to shed all of those masks and all the layers and all the costumes and all the stuff that's not us. And we uncover and cultivate who we are 
And we own the courage and the confidence to live as her. And that is exactly what my new Break the Mold Club is all about. Break the Mold Club. It's a, it's a group program, a community, an experience of giving love, attention, and energy to yourself, all parts of you, and unlearning thought patterns, behaviors, beliefs that are not you, that are stifling you, that are heavy, that are keeping you stuck. Uncovering the authentic you in there and not only getting to know her, but cultivating the courage and the confidence to live as her, to show up as her in your job, in your career, in your parenting, in your parents' house, with your sisters and brothers, with your family, with your friends and neighbors, and your relationships. This is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. There is no snap of the fingers. There is no bippity-boppity-boo. It's a process. And the support through this is absolutely crucial. The safe space to be able to do this, to be able to voice your inner thoughts and what you're going through and have that met with safety and unconditional love, that's what I'm providing here. A safe space for us to come together, to take off the masks, to learn who we are, to love and support and encourage one another. And in this space, you also get access to all of my current courses, workshops, and brain retraining tools. And you'll get access to two brand new frameworks. The first one is, it's okay if it breaks. Because in my work with my clients, in my training, and in my own healing path, I have become fully aware of the crazy shiz that we're all carrying that has been placed on us. And I hold space for that because we all have it in one flavor or another, texture, color, size, everything. Okay. We all carry some of this. And some of that shiz that you're carrying is completely unique to you. And some of it is common, common because most of us were raised by a certain generation of people parents, common because we share a common culture and society, common because it's what was in the music and the movies and the TV shows when we were growing up, common. However, common does not equal normal. Common does not equal healthy or beneficial. Common does not equal personal, authentic, and in integrity. Common does not equal, courageous, or supportive of a wholehearted life. And through my experience, I've identified a common detrimental wound, belief that most of us carry. And undoing that is the focus of the brand new It's Okay If It Breaks framework that you'll get access to in the Break the Mold Club. You'll also get access to my brand new Break the Mold framework which is a journey, a path to uncovering your authentic self. And as great as all that stuff is, and it is because some of my tools are so powerful that when I use them on myself, like I'm still surprised at how effective they are. But the real change maker in this is doing this in a safe space with community, with guidance from me, who has been there before, walked these paths before, can hold this safe space for you. And 
the support community and encouragement of the other women that are walking along this path with you to love on and encourage one another because you're not alone and we rise together. The first round of Break the Mold Club starts March 15th and it'll run for eight weeks and then we'll take a break and then we'll start up again with new people coming in at that point. And this will happen over and over. And I'm planning to have four rounds a year. And when you join now, you get access to not only this round and not only the courses I have now, but future courses and future rounds of Break the Mold Club. And each round includes two Zoom calls a week at varying days and times so that everyone has access to at least one of the calls a week. And we'll have an ongoing Telegram support community because someone's always there for you to share whatever it is you're dealing with that day, whether it's something weighing on you or something that's so joyful, you just want to share it. Because this is my first round, there's an introductory price and you can find it at my website, www.ashleyhutt.com slash link. Click the Break the Mold Club button at the top. To find out more about the program and all of the pricing options, there are multiple options trying to keep it as accessible as possible to as many mamas and women as possible. The link is in the description below. Please go check it out. Maybe it's for you. Maybe this is the thing that you've been waiting for. Maybe this is the thing that will really be the catalyst in your life. That's it for today. This episode 10 of Piece by Pieces. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.